I trust these people. They're atheists. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are back at Convergence Live, and we have Bridget Landry, our very own rocket scientist, on with us to not talk about rockets, but about cosplay. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. We are live at Convergence 2023. I'm your Gosh, host. Unprompted applause. It was amazing. It's like they knew what to do, and, yes. and nobody told them. So organic. I love uh, it. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Molly Glover. Convergence! Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, and Nick well. Glover. I also Convergence. <laughs> And we have a very special guest with us. I can't believe that we have not managed to have her as a guest on our podcast before. She is a honest-to-goodness rocket scientist. It is Bridget Landry. Woo-hoo! Woo! I, I don't think we've ever had her on. Have, have we had you as a guest before, Bridget? We don't think we. I don't think we have. But I, I think I was on a podcast. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Bridget is a returning guest on our podcast. It's hard to tell because she's such a chameleon with her amazing cosplays. <laughs> Nice save. (laughs) Nice. She is, uh, once again, our very own rocket scientist, Bridget Landry. Thanks for joining us, Bridget. Thank you for having me. Again. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we are here at Convergence 2023, and we, uh, we love talking about rocket science, Bridget, but I thought, because the theme for Convergence is cosplay, and you actually are an amazing cosplayer in addition to being a rocket scientist. Well, thank you. So I thought maybe we ought to talk about cosplay a little bit because it's the, the, from the first time you attended Convergence to now, I really feel like there's been a lot of evolution in, <laughs> that's a mm. science word, <laughs> uh, uh, evolution in cosplay. What, what's your take on that? I think that's true. Uh, um, I, at the risk of being that, um, you kids don't know how good you have it sort of person. <laughs> um, when I started, there weren't even VCRs. Mm. So you had to, it, I was doing Nurse Chapel's uniform from Star Trek, and I had to catch it when it was on in rotation. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And uh, so I just think it's, it's just so exciting to be able to just say, hmm, I need a pin of a raven and go online and 10 minutes later, it's on its way to me. Or even even finding the STL for a 3D print of our, you know, like when I, I did a Queen Sonia cosplay and, and we just printed all these pieces for the tabard that we were able to paint and glue. It's, and, and it was, it was, I don't even know how I would have gone about doing it otherwise. Even yeah. if I could pause the game, I would have had to make them out of like FEMO or something. And it would there, have been insane. There's yeah. uh, I mean, and not just the access to the technology and things, which is obviously huge, but then um, fan resources and guides, like the number of things I've learned how to do from pulling it up on YouTube and watching someone else do it. Right. I'm a very visual learner and seeing someone else do it, even if I'm like skipping ahead because they talk slow, I, it does, like I get it. Like I, it it helps so much. Like I, I sewed my first functional hidden zipper 
uh, for uh, nice. one of Molly's accessories, and it's all all YouTube. Like, there's no way I would have pulled that off on my own. Yeah. Without it. If you're here watching us live, Molly just showed it off. If you're listening to this later, sorry. I unzipped just, it, just, and then I zipped it again. Just imagine a zipper. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs> it, went, <laughs> it went zip zip, baby. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can. For for a Star Trek uniform now, you can just go to Paramount Plus and find an episode with Nurse Chapel in it and hit pause. Exactly. And exactly. it's on your TV yeah. in front of your sewing machine yep. for the entire time. And you yep. might even be able to send that image from your your from your from uh, TV to your computer where you could then scan it and do all kinds of things with it and these days. And enhance it it's, and reverse enhance it. Enhance it. You know, yeah. All of that. Turn into a pattern. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I would even say that here at Convergence, this is, uh, Nick and I have figured out this is the 20th Convergence we've attended. Uh, even at Convergence, cosplay has really uh, developed and changed and advanced. I see more people in costume than yes. I ever used to before. We used to be kind of the odd ones out being in costume, and now I feel like more people than not are, even if they're not in a costume, they're dressed up. Yep. Like they're, obviously there's a lot more Convergence shirts to wear, right? But I mean, yeah. you it's see like, people, yeah. It's like the, the nerd equivalent of like dressing up to go to the club. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Everyone puts on their best graphic tee and like their new enamel pins or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's not costume, people are clearly dressed to celebrate and, mm-hmm. and be seen. I, I and honestly, so many, I'm, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Bridget, uh, there's so on. many new sources, too. I mean, yes. Um, it, it's not just books and movies, it's books and movies and games and anime and uh, fanfic and uh, cartoons and, and uh, comic books and all sorts of stuff. Um, I walk down the hall and it's like, that is a totally awesome costume and I have absolutely no idea where it's from. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I see people dressed as jokes and memes. Yes. Where it's not even necessarily a character from fiction or history or whatever. They're literally like a, a walking one joke costume mm-hmm. and they've put effort into it or maybe it's like an easier one to do but like seeing that guy walk around with the trash can that <laughs> says your waifu is trash yeah. will yes. crack me up every single time <laughs> I see it without fail. Without fail. Yep. I think um, one of the things that uh, that I enjoy, because I'm not a big cosplayer, I never yeah. have been, um, but uh, there's there's something, and I was thinking about this today, there's something that uh, people do at Disney because adults aren't allowed to wear costumes at mm. Disney, so they do something called Disney bounding where they come up with a way to do a costume without it actually being a costume. Like uh, we were gonna we were gonna Disney bound Porgs and it was gonna be just white shorts with a baseball shirt with with gray arms yep. and then a, a, an orange baseball cap that uh-huh. we were gonna put googly eyes on and that was gonna be our and, oh and orange socks yeah. and that was gonna be our, our Porg our our, por, our 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 Disney bounding Porg and I'm like you know I really need to start convergence bounding oh yeah yeah, sure. yeah. there you go and just do the really 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 you know low rent uh, <laughs> n- not hard work. Uh, costuming because I, I'm totally into that. I should point out to the listeners that Tim is wearing a porg kigurumi right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's, but I Which had is a somebody perfect else, example of that. It's a I had somebody else make it for me. I need yeah. to be really. Clear but even about if you didn't, that. it doesn't matter. Like that's the whole point. Is it's it's an easy to throw on costume that allows you to take the spirit of what's happening without going into the whole. If you're not a costumer, if it's not your yeah. bag, to, because I mean, believe me, it is. I have to build into my convergence schedule. Uh, you know, the two hours it took me to do all the 
body painting for the Sonia costume on yep. Thursday. Like it was like, okay, from here to here, I'm going to be up in my hotel room. I cannot be bothered. I have to put all this on. And I know. And you have to you, consider the shoes. Yeah, yeah. I can't wear this. I can't wear high heels during the day and during the night. I'm well, and you fly other. here. I can't even imagine, yeah. right? Like we don't. We have a 15 minute drive. I, <laughs> do you pay for an extra suitcase with all your costumes in nope. it, or do you? Nope. Ju- you just don't have regular. Just super clothes. efficient. I just yeah, exactly. I have three t-shirts and three pairs of underwear, and that's mm. it. You pack, not pack like an engineer, fully naked. And, yeah. <laughs> that's I uh, I the shoes thing is interesting because like I don't fit within the standard deviations for human size in oh, yes. any dimension Two at all. Standard deviations, uh, right? And and so like I wear a size thirteen or fourteen, and twelve is usually the cutoff for fun shoes. Oh. And so. Um, I have I, uh, the costume I was wearing yesterday, and I'll wear again later tonight. Uh, Harry Dubois from Disco Elysium has notably has like alligator or snakeskin shoes, and to find those in my size is like four hundred dollars to start because it's Ow. very specialized to get yep. large shoes. Mm-hmm. And so I found a great tutorial from sneaker customizers showing you how to strip the finish off leather and repaint and seal it nice. and how to texture it with a soldering iron. And so now I have fake like snakeskin alligator shoes that I think look fucking great. Like I would wear them with a suit as dress shoes because I think I did a really good job on them. I agree. And this cool. is why this is why I'm really glad that I have normal sized feet. So if I yeah. want to do any costuming, I don't have to worry about doing all that extra work. Yeah. It's it's an obstacle. Yes, yeah, it, it really is. is. Um, Bridget, uh, you were talking about sources, and I actually wanted to because you have a new costume this year that you sourced like from Convergence Art, didn't oh, you? Yeah. I did. <laughs> I I when I saw that poster last year of Connie in the uh, Tardis coat, it was like. Oh yeah, I am so there, and uh, so I I actually threw it together in the last month because <laughs> wow. I was dragging my feet because I couldn't figure out how to do her head, mm. and I finally mm. decided that if I were to do her head, I would be guilty of um, silver face and oh. uh, cultural mm. appropriation, and yeah. therefore I went with my own face, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> sure, but I love that because and that's it was what easier. Con- yeah, also, maybe, yeah, maybe. But that's maybe. what Connie would want, like genuinely. Like she right. would want you to wear the clothes, you know. Like that's the whole point. Is she? She is the you know the embodiment of the, of every fan, and so right. the idea being that like you're just wearing what she would wear. She you, that's how she sees herself. You can dress up in costume and be your authentic self at the same time. You can. That's exactly. very Connie. And that's very Connie. Yeah, yes. Yeah. For those of you uh, listening to this episode later who are like Connie, what the hell are they talking about? Connie is the robot mascot of Convergence, uh, created in 1999, and has been the mascot ever since. Uh, and she likes to cosplay. And she's been cosplaying uh, at this convention since the beginning. Yeah, she's yeah. been cosplaying here longer than I have. It's true. <laughs> she's a, a ray of geeky sunshine. Uh, Bridget, question. Uh, so things like Warbla and other like new materials that have kind of come on the market, you know, and, and to been, been more commercially accessible to those of us who aren't, you know, having paying tons and tons of money to do professional costuming work. What kinds of things could you have made? You know, like, do you ever think oh, about like, yeah. what are some past costumes that you did long, you know, before that you wish, have you ever thought about remounting anything with modern materials? Uh, I have, but not, not uh, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm dealing with the age thing. And so a lot of my you. costumes were, I, I was an ingenue for about 25 years. <laughs> And, and and I'm not anymore. <laughs> so there's a lot of things I, I really can't do anymore. So um, so but I'm 
I'm finding myself reluctant to try these new hmm. uh, things because I know how to do things mm-hmm. with fabric. I know how to do things with trim, with boning. I don't know how to work with Warbler. Right. I don't know how to work with EVA foam. I did do an EVA foam outfit for Convergence in 2019, 2018. Sure. Ah, the before years. times. In the before <laughs> times. And, and I was not happy with how it came mm. out. And so it's, I'm reluctant to try it again. And, and I, I'm, I'm sad about that because yeah. there, there's, uh, there's a lot of things I'd like to do that, that would be easy given the what's, but everybody I've talked to has said, well, the problem is you just have to keep doing it until you right. learn. And, and I just like, you, you've been through your iterative yeah. process to get a refined See, process. That's and how I feel about sewing. Like, I'm terrible at sewing, and I don't even want to try, because every time I try, it looks like garbage. And so I totally get it. I totally get it. So yeah. that's when community is really good. If you mm. can find somebody who does sewing really well, and mm-hmm. you do your, your EVA foam or your warbler yeah. or whatever, it, the, the swapping off. I, I cannot tell you how long I looked for somebody to do uh, vacuum forming, and I finally oh, gave up. Sure. Oh, sure. Sure. You know uh, what's sad is that I'm really good at sewing, but I hate it. Oh, so oh interesting. Yeah, I just I I do not like sitting at the sewing machine and doing all that work. So I, I don't. That's yeah. why I do, that's one of the main reasons I don't do it. Yeah, but, yeah, but costuming from from uh, acquisition is a very valid form, and uh, it's easier than ever. Cosplay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Those what, boots well, I, bought, I wore for Connie. I didn't have to alter them at all. Oh, that's oh, wow. great. Those that, purple boots with pointy toes and, and a dull finish were exactly what I needed, and I bought them for like 30 bucks. That's amazing. Oh. So this is a spoiler for closing ceremony a little Uh-oh. bit, but I just, oh, just to give you all an idea, uh, when we wrote closing ceremony, we wrote in that we needed to have somebody being eaten by a shark. Oh, you mean the sketch? Yeah, the sketch. Yes. The sketch, not the actual, but this, the closing ceremony sketch, we wrote somebody being eaten by a shark, and, and we had people review the review the the sketch and they were like do you think you can find a costume of somebody being eaten by a shark or you can have somebody make it i'm like no i looked it up it took me 30 seconds to find multiple options yeah for somebody being eaten by a shark and i picked what i believe is the best one well and and it's like if you if you find a character that you're going to cosplay as and it's like okay they have like a ringer tee that's black and the trim is orange you can find that mm-hmm. like that already exists and and or you the can internet, at least find an orange tee and trim it in black ribbon yourself you, right it's, yeah it's like you can go to a uniforms company oh yeah mm-hmm. and pay you know a couple bucks extra because you're only buying one and not one enough for a whole team and pick the colors you want to get them make that that jersey for you for a pretty reasonable price so even if you can't sew and stuff there's all these all these obstacles are are removed marching band helmets oh awesome <laughs> marching band helmets for, for other for other things as well yeah is it it's like a, just a really good foundation to yeah. build on hang on i gotta add that to my convergence <laughs> notes i i mean when we did the the um the chess pieces for worldcon in 93 we built hat frames from scratch yeah in 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 uh Buckram and sure, wire yep, and, yep. and then covered it and, yep. and, it's, and it's like 
It's so much easier. And buckram takes forever because it's layer upon layer yes. upon layer, and you got to wait for the glue to set. I, I learned about that making uh, a pasties workshop for burlesque uh, and yeah. learning how to all the different layering for that because that's, I mean, that's a costume piece. It has to last, it has to hold, and it needs to have structure. Uh, yeah. What, what's your dream cosplay? Assuming Ooh. you could just you could just make it. Have you thought? Ooh. And let's just let's just take age off the table. I believe you yeah, could do whatever yeah. you if want. This is this is a fantasy costume. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. You know, I've done a lot of. I know. I was just thinking, you've done so many. What's yeah, what's what's the yeah, what's the wild yeah. frontier? Um, it, it'd have to be something with armor in it, I mm. think, because mm -hmm. that's something I haven't really done. I tried <laughs> when I was fifteen. I tried to make bread dough armor. Oh gosh. That's a, that sounds like just, amazing. Just bake it a little bit harder, and there's a, there's a bread dough yeah. uh, that's that's a clay. Okay. And and I tried to bake, to bake a, a breastplate. Oh, that sounds <laughs> awesome. That's, that's kind of ingenious, though. It was so though. heavy. Just look out for was, pigeons. Yeah, it was so heavy, and it didn't uh, work. So and yeah, then the pigeons be, came. <laughs> it, it would have to be something with armor and helmet and uh. gauntlets and boots and yeah and a big sword that's my big sword I, my my dream cosplay is in that same vein i uh, my dream cosplay like if there was no expense spared or i magically had all the skills to pull it off at a standard that i'd yeah like i could do yeah. it but not at the standard i'd want to wear it right it's uh prince voltan from flash gordon mm. uh oh. brian blessed blessed characters yeah. Uh, yeah. i i got the I'm built for that costume. <laughs> I'm not afraid to show some thigh. Those wings look dope. It's gold armor. I I would rock the hell out of that costume. You would. You would totally. Molly, I, Tim? Uh, yeah, I guess if I was... Gosh, like I feel like a dream cosplay for me, very similar to you, Bridget. It would be something with lots of like complicated pieces. Uh, it's I can't. I actually haven't ever thought of... One specifically, there's a lot of comics that I really would love to do, but for me, it's mostly like I don't have the, like I don't ever want to do full body paint. I have a lot of sensory issues with the Been texture there, of my that. skin, and like I'm also just naturally pretty tan all the time. Even in the dead of winter, I'm still pretty tan, so I can't ever do the cool goth stuff that I always. My dream of being a very pale, aloof goth girl is never going to be realized. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah I um. You know, again, I'm not a big cosplayer, but I guess uh, dream cosplay might be uh, doing the uh, Chris Pine character from the latest D&D movie. Ooh, since anytime, anytime we talk about D&D classes, everybody's like, you're a bard, Tim. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Play to so your strengths. I, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what it is. And then Nick and Molly are like, you're a bard. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I, fine, would, yeah. I would die to see you in a himbo bard costume. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, I think that yeah, would go over well. Yeah, I'd pay well. money to see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we could go a lot longer, but we have to do two episodes in an hour. So we're going to have to move on to five questions. Uh, Bridget, we are going to ask you five questions, get your answers. Uh, we're going to remind everybody listening, you can send us your five questions. And the reason I bring that up is because you haven't been. Ooh. And so you can send us your answers to these five questions. We'll read them on a podcast at a later date. But today, Bridget gets to answer them, starting with question number one, which will be asked by Nick Glover. What is a game you've played recently that you really enjoyed? This could be video, party game, board game, anything, anything. any game. I just went to a board gaming convention, and I learned a new game called Sagrata. 
Oh, Sagrada is mm. so good. Isn't it great? Yeah. I love it. And and the tactile and the, the colors and the dice and oh, I love it. What convention were you at? Um, uh, Strategicon. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Yeah, Sagrada's, uh, you're, you're basically making stained glass windows yeah. out of colored oh. dice. It's so cool. Are the, yeah, are the tiles very clacky? Like they have a... a... No, it's, okay. it's dice. It's a dice oh, drafting okay. game. Oh, yeah. neat, neat. All right. All right, question two. What's a science factor discovery that you think is really fucking cool? Well, you know, this is kind of corny, but the whole Carl Sagan, we are made of star stuff, the fact Mm. that every cell, every atom in your body was built inside a star is just... It's kind of a... It's kind of like... Yeah, and to exactly. the stars we shall return. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Do you gonna, know what? That's not all that expensive. Oh, yeah? I was Getting looking into space? it to get shot into Do space. Do you get an employee discount? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, I, I, know, I know about this because the expanse, the gravity well, will just get you there eventually. <laughs> it's just the sun will just, it'll get there. Like You'll get pulled in eventually. Down well it, it does its thing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, question number three. Uh, where do you get your sense of right and wrong from? Hmm. Um, I have to say it was informed from brain, uh, growing up Catholic, but I, that also made me leave the Catholic Church mm. because they were not following their rules. I being, hate that. being a scientist engineer, I'm really big on rules. I <laughs> want things to, if you, if you lay down a rule and you don't follow it, it really pisses me yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, and that combined with first do no harm, mm. um, uh, those are those are my touchstones and uh, helping where I can. I can see how those would both help you leave the Catholic Church. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, question yeah, yeah. four: If you could build a robot to perfectly perform one chore or task for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Oh, that's a tough one. That is a really tough one. Because um, it's only one, right? It's yeah. basically like, yeah. what yeah. do you wish you never had to do again, but it would just happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, some people will pick their least favorite chore or task, and some will pick like a new chore or task that they're like, I would be doing this regularly, but I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I, I don't know how you build a robot to deal with assholes, but... Um, oh. oh, I love it. Oh, it's like, like a, um, a super advanced web filter robot that just does all your pre-content internet filtering yeah. just to screen them out yeah. for you. And, yeah. like, uh, and like the people at work you don't want to talk to, like yeah. the robot yeah. just... Yeah. Yeah. people in the store. That just and does it. It. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, it, it like expertly trolls the trolls on the internet, so uh, you don't I, have I to. don't care about that. I just want to keep them away from me. I don't uh, want to have to deal with them myself. Kind sure. of a... a uh, Robot uh, personal assistant liaison. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I like I those that. dune shields, but for assholes instead of Chris knives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, in question number five, Molly. Question number five. What is a TV show or movie you think everyone should watch? Hmm, I got books, but I don't know, TV show or movie. It, whether uh, it's just something that you think is very wholesome or that you think it's just so funny or very, just, um, just something you'd recommend to literally anyone you meet. Um, I guess I have to say The Good Place. I, ah, I found yeah. it oh, very, place. very, um, there's a lot there. There's a lot of, of philosophy. There's a lot of 
ethics. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of um, really deep stuff, and it's really funny. So, um, you know, the, the, it, it was, I, I had heard good things about it. I came to it late. My daughter and I binge watched it during the pandemic, and it was like, yeah, this is something I'm going to revisit multiple it, times. It's a special oh, I've watched, show. I've watched that show, I think, all the way through four times already. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. I, yeah. I can to totally get that. There's, although I have to say, I have trouble getting over the point where she goes to visit him in Australia. That's, oh, that yeah. part is too painful. Mm. And, and getting past that, I get, I get wrapped around the axle about uh, uh, transactionality and, and doing good to be a good person doesn't that make it transactional and undo sure. its value and and I just get is lost there such in my a thing head. as altruism at all yeah what kind yeah. of yeah yeah it's, it's man that's some that's of those tough question. philosophical questions just don't have an objective answer yeah, yeah. And we're not going to answer that on the podcast difficult. here today no we are not <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh, I think I don't know I really feel like the good place is such a good example because it's something that everybody can get behind I think whether you are you know religious not religious uh, don't care uh, genuinely just I, th I just I love it. It's just one of those shows that I think really I've never heard anyone who say they didn't like it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, that I think is really interesting. Yeah. So uh, we want to thank Bridget for being here as a guest on our podcast today. Let's hear it for Bridget Landry. Once again. Once again, you can uh, send your answers to our five questions to uh, send it to five questions at geekswithoutgod.com or five questions at geekswithoutgod.com. Either one works. Either one works because Nick is just that clever. Sure, you can either spell way. it. Either yes, way. you can do it either way. That's 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 uh, email aliases. Yeah. All right. Either one. And, do you wanna, uh, so do Rifle around, put them in my pocket and right. rifle around we have in my been, pocket. We have been Geeks Without God. We are going to be back with another episode next week for those of you listening on the web. But for those of you here at Convergence, it'll be just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, I should have said I wanted to cosplay a rocket. Darn it. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod, and you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Okay, I'm going to go stop the recording and yeah, and start the next recording.